Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you are struggling with addiction, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, 203-917-8862. I am going to challenge you today. What I'm going to talk about today is the Sober 65 Challenge, and this is a challenge that I came up with uh, with the people in my group coaching, and this is a really fun concept. Basically, there's a task of six different things that we need to do in order to complete Sober 65. And during our day, we need to, one, hit a 45-minute workout. We need to, two, read 10 pages of a self-development book. Three, you need to reach out to another individual in recovery. Four, 10 minutes of meditation. Five, journal your day and your progress as you go through this 65-day period. And six, last but not least, staying sober for the day. That means no pills, no alcohol, no weed, nothing. Staying sober. So the whole thing is if you fail to do any of these one any of these things any one of them you need to start over at day 1 and the whole idea is to get into the daily repetition of incorporating all of these things in your daily routine so let's say for instance you hit your 45 minute workout you read 10 pages uh you talk to another individual in sobriety you do your meditation and you stay sober, but you don't journal throughout your day. Let's say you're on day 30, but you forgot to journal. You need to start back over at day one. You need to complete 65 days straight of all these, all of these habits. And you might think, well, that's way too, that's way too time consuming. I don't have the time to get a 45 minute workout in, and I don't have the time to, to read 10 pages and, uh, I can't meditate, you know, the excuses are endless, right? And to be honest with you, I mean, you could get all of these things done in about an hour and a half time period in your day. If you are going to try to convince yourself or justify that you can't put an hour and a half towards your self-development and bettering your life, then you're full of shit. I mean, we spend hours and, and hours and hours towards our drug addiction and our alcoholism. So if you're telling me that you cannot find the time to better your life in these different areas and spend a little bit time, a little bit of time just each and every day, then I don't really know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? And the whole idea here, this isn't a, this isn't a, uh, a workout challenge. This isn't like a fitness challenge or anything like that. This isn't even really a sobriety challenge. You know what I mean? This is what recovery is about here. You know, this is about bettering ourselves. This is about mindset. This is a challenge that's going to help you with time management. This is a, a this is a program that's going to help you with discipline, with daily disciplines and making it important in your life to do these things. You know what I mean? And it's going to entail planning ahead a little bit. It's going to entail having some disciplines. It's going to entail uh, picking and choosing who you have in your life and in your environment because there's going to be some people that don't, um, that, that really don't support these things because as we start to grow, we realize that some of the people in our lives, 
want to pull us back down because it's a reflection of what they're not doing. You know, so this program here, it's not just like about staying sober and it's not just about working out and getting in shape. It's, it's about self-love and it's about transcendence. And these are the habits that I do on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Everything that I put in this challenge is something that I implement for myself. Uh, at least, you know what I mean? I, I work out for about an hour and a half a day. Uh, I read at minimum 10 pages a day. I'm always listening to audio books. I'm always watching YouTube videos. It does have to be, just to be clear though, it does have to be reading a book, sitting down and reading at least 10 pages. It's not an audio book. It's not a, 10 minutes of a YouTube video. You have to sit down and read a book. And it, again, it's because it's instilling the daily discipline of putting the time and focus into learning and, and, and telling your subconscious mind that this is important for me. Um, when it comes to, uh, you know, and, and meditation, of course, like that's the spiritual piece that I talk about. Remember, something that I always mention is getting ourselves right mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And this program here incorporates all of the above. And so... I'm a practitioner with this. This is stuff that I've been doing for, for years now, and it's made a massive impact on my life. And you're not gonna, at the end of day two, be like, oh my God, my life has changed forever. But you will start to see incremental progress. You will start to see your mindset change a little bit. You will start to feel confident in who you are. And little by little, you just start to build up that self-esteem. You know what I mean? Because how do we build self-esteem? How do we build confidence, right? The way that we build self-esteem is through esteemable acts. And the way that we do that is by taking care of self and implementing self-love, you know? So these disciplines, they might seem like a pain in the ass at the time. We might not understand the importance of reading 10 pages a day or, or getting a 45-minute workout in. It's like, all right, what's the point of getting a 45-minute workout in? I'm not going to get in shape tomorrow. Well, no, of course not. But over the course of two months and change, over the course of 65 days, I guarantee that you will see results. I guarantee that your mindset will change a little bit if you start to read uh, books daily about self-development and growth and mindset. I guarantee that if you talk with a person in recovery, that you will start to feel that you're not alone and you will feel like you have support and that your situation is not unique. And, um, you know, I, I guarantee after at least 10 minutes of meditation a day and you get into that habit, you will start to realize that your perspective shifts a little bit. You start to look inward. You start to um, have a little bit less anxiety, a little bit, uh, a little bit less stress. You know what I mean? And journaling is another great tool to really get your thoughts down on paper and and look at the progress that we make in life. You know what I mean? It's I, I, I love the journals that I have because over the last three years, um, actually a little bit more than that, I would say like four or five years, I've been journaling on and off, not completely consistent. I will be honest about that. Um, but what I do really appreciate is when I'm able to look back in my journals and in my goal journals and, and I'm able to look back at, at the things that I wrote down and seeing where I was at mentally, emotionally, um, where my thoughts were and seeing the progress that I made and also a lot of the shit that I wrote down, like goal setting and stuff like that, they came true. 
You know what I'm saying? Like this podcast that I have, the, the TikTok content that I've made and, and the vision that I have um, even moving forward, they, it, it has all come true. You know what I mean? So journaling and writing down goals is just so, so important, you know? And a lot of these things as well, you have to, you have to really keep in mind that it's not so much about what it gives you, right? It's about what it removes, the reason why I go into the gym, right? You have to look at these, these habits as a removal process because a lot of times as we go through life, we, we take on this negative perspective, this negative energy. We just, don't have the, we just don't have the zing to life that we used to when we were younger and, and when we were a little bit more free, so to speak, mentally. You know what I mean? And we just lose that positive edge and and that excitement for life. So what you have to understand is a lot of these habits, it's not that it's going to necessarily give you excitement, right? But what it does is it removes the bullshit. Get a 45 minute pump on in the gym, push yourself as hard as you can and tell me you don't feel better than when you did before you walked in. You know what I'm saying? And why is that? It's not because you necessarily got stronger that moment. You know what I mean? Like you might not look different in the mirror. You might not lose an inch off your waist, right? After a day or two of working out. But what you do remove, instead of gaining, you remove your negative mindset. You remove the negative emotions and the turmoil and the bullshit that you have going on in your head. Because when you are focused on that, on that rep and pushing yourself... That's all you can think about, man. You are in the present moment. You learn how to live in the present moment when you do these these habits. You know what I mean? So it's about removing certain things from our life. Anxiety, for instance. Push yourself as hard as you possibly can in the gym and try telling me that you are anxious. You are full of shit. Go run, go run two miles full sprint and, uh, and try telling me that you have anxiety. You will not have anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Anxiety is really just pent up energy that we haven't poured into the right area. It's pent up energy that we're just sitting with and we're not, we're occupied with that. You know what I'm saying? So again, it's a removal process. Um, you know, and, and as we start to implement these habits and we really get into the routine, we start to enjoy it. We start to look forward to it. You know what I mean? And, and we end up needing these things and they're positive habits. They're life-changing, healthy habits. And over the course of time, you will be thankful that you started. You know what I'm saying? Um, another one, right, is so in my group coaching, what I have is, is one message in the group chat. It's a way to get everybody um, involved and connected with one another. And that's very, very important in recovery. You know what I'm saying? So like sober 65, that could be like, send a message in the, in the group chat, you know what I mean? And, and be supportive to one another. And so, you know, if that's something that you struggle with, if you don't know a lot of people in recovery, start joining Facebook groups, start joining things online. You know what I mean? Start, you know, going to meetings and, uh, if that's okay with you, if you are into AA or 12-step meetings or other support meetings, then join that. Hell, if you want to join my group coaching, um, you know, send me send me a message or, or shoot me a text at um, 
203-917-8862. If that's something you want to do and you want to get in the coaching program, then then that could be your way of connecting with others. But this is important, you know, and the whole idea here too is getting in the habit of talking with others who are in recovery because when we are isolated and alone, that's a dangerous place to be. That is exactly where our addiction is at its strongest point. When we don't have other people that we could talk to and because by the time we need someone to talk to, the phone feels like a hundred fucking pounds. You know what I mean? By the time we actually need to talk to somebody and we're not in that habit, we're not going to do it. So the whole point of getting in these habits is not waiting until you need it. You, you want to have these things in place for when you do need them. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're extremely stressed and you're high strung and you haven't sat in silence in a year, you desperately need meditation, you know? It's not that you needed meditation in that moment when you're highly stressed. You've actually needed it the whole time. So it's the same thing here. The same rules apply. It's like if we do these things on a daily basis, we probably needed to do the, all of these things a long, long time ago. So the, the whole point is to be prepared for when we have cravings, when urges come up. You know what I mean? Um, all of these things help with our sobriety, right? None of these things like you would think are really that big of a deal. Like read 10 pages. How is that going to help me stay sober? Or how is that really going to make a big difference in my life? I'm telling you right now, if you start reading self-development books and you dive in and focus and really hone in on what is being talked about, I guarantee your life can change in such a short amount of time just from the just from reading. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, we need to implement the things that we learn and that we read. But the whole idea is being in the present moment and focusing on how can I apply these teachings from someone who is probably a lot more wise than me and how can I apply that into my life today? to make me better and more productive. That's what books are. It's just the passing down of wisdom from, from one person to the other. And, uh, and that type of wisdom is priceless. A $20 book can change your fucking life. It's happened to me many, many times. You know, that's why I continue to read. And whenever I don't read, here's the thing. Whenever I don't do these habits, I pay the price. You know what I'm saying? You say like, oh, I can't spend the time. You can't afford to not spend the time. You can't afford to not do these things. Because when we don't do these things, we pay the price. You know what I'm saying? We either get further and further away from the person we want to be in the absence of these things. And we move closer and closer to, to an individual that doesn't have fulfillment or, or doesn't have the discipline to do certain things because you have to keep in mind too. It's really not just about the, the specific habits. It's about developing the discipline. That's really what sobriety is about. It's about putting off that instant gratification, having the discipline to do what you need to do for your better future self. That's what recovery is about. You know what I'm saying? We've been so used to um, wanting to escape our reality and not wanting to feel certain emotions and, and wanting to escape shit that we hit the we hit the easy button you know what i mean like the staples button oh that was easy uh for those of you who remember the old commercials it's <laughs> that's that's the easy button it's easy to buy a pill it's easy to take a drink you know what i'm saying because we get that immediate gratification however whenever we indulge 
and, and over excess of, of external vices, we don't struggle in the beginning, but we struggle later. You're trading, you are sacrificing a better future for a better now. However, when we instill these disciplines, you are sacrificing the now for a better future. And that's truly what we want. You know what I'm saying? So um, I really, uh, I, I highly encourage you to do this challenge. And listen, don't get discouraged either. Like if you can't, if it takes you some time to get into these, these daily habits, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it, the whole idea isn't to beat yourself up if you, if you do it for four days straight and then you forget to do one or two things and then you got to start over, you do have to start over, right? You have to do all these things every single day for 65 days straight. But the whole point isn't to kick yourself in the ass. It's to, it's to look at it as a, a healthy challenge and to, and to continue to grow and motivate you to become better. And I guarantee you, if you accomplish this, after 65 days, you will not be able to recognize your old self. You will feel so much better. I, I promise you. You know, I, I literally guarantee it. You will feel so much better if you get a 45-minute workout in, if you read 10 pages of a self-development book, not some bullshit nonfiction, uh, or I should say fiction, you know, novel, you know what I'm saying? A, a self-development book. And like I said, reading it, sitting down and reading a physical book, not an audio book. Um, reaching out to one individual in recovery, whether that's, you know, going to a meeting or talking with someone in a group chat or, you know, joining a, a Facebook group, whatever the case may be, and having a conversation with someone in recovery, someone that you know. Um, the fourth thing is 10 minutes of meditation. If you don't know how to meditate, then what I recommend you can do is download the app Insight Timer. That's a really good app. It has so many different um, it has so many different types of meditations, very specific as well. Like there's, there's ones for anxiety, there's guided meditations, there's ones for sleep. Uh, there's just ones for different situations and scenarios that you might find yourself in. Um, also uh, Headspace, I've never used it, but Headspace is another meditation app. I personally do transcendental meditation. That's, that's also known as TM. TM has changed my life. I've talked about this before. TM is a game changer. If you have the ability or the opportunity to learn uh, at a place near you and get taught by a teacher, I highly recommend it. I meditate twice a day, 20 minutes each. So a total of at least 40 minutes a day. And uh, it has changed my life. You know, I started about five years ago and um, I was hooked from the very beginning and, I, and I'll never go back. I will stay regularly, uh, I will stay regular with my meditation for as long as I live. I'm pretty confident when I say that. It, it just, it really helps you decompress. And like I said, the removal process of stress and, and certain things of life, it gives you a different perspective. It, it gets you to your pure being in every sense of the way. And I can't even dive into that on this episode. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic, but 10 minutes of meditation. If you say you can't find 10 minutes of quiet or, you know, reflecting and just being with self. And, um, if you can't find 10 minutes to do that, you're full of shit, right? So then the fifth thing is journaling your day, your progress. Now I, what I like to do 
when I'm on point, and, and again, I have been very uh, wishy-washy lately with my journaling, but I'm just getting back into it now. So I actually journal twice when I'm doing what I, what I like to do in my daily process and when I'm on point. So I like to journal in the morning. And basically in the morning, what I like to do is when I get up, uh, whether I go for a run and I, you know, I, hit, uh, I hit the shower, when I come back, uh, when I'm done with my workout and the shower, I get into my meditation. After my meditation, I journal. And what I like to do is I give myself 20 minutes of, ju- of peace and quiet and just thinking and writing down ideas, things that come to mind, things that uh, I just let myself get to a place where it's what I like to call flow state. And that's why after a run, after hitting a cold shower, and after meditation, I'm just in a different place. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm as close to my pure self as you could possibly be without dealing with the bullshit of, of life, worrying about this or that. I'm just present, I'm focused, and I'm, and I'm just in the zone, so to speak. That's what flow state is, is just being in the zone. You would be amazed at what type of ideas and, and what type of inspirations and ambitions come to mind when you get into flow state. So this is why I journal and I write down ideas that come to mind after doing those things. So that's what I do in the morning. What I also do when I'm regular with my journaling is at night, I take, basically I write down, I journal what I did throughout my day. You know, was it a productive day? What did I end up accomplishing? Were there things that I wanted to do that I didn't end up doing that maybe I need to do tomorrow? Um, I just write some thoughts, ideas, and not so much ideas, just my thoughts on the day. And, you know, how take, a, take an inventory of how my day went and how productive I, I was. So that's what I like to do with my journaling. Everybody's different, but that's what I like to do. And then obviously the sixth thing is staying sober, which, you know, I don't have to even explain that. You can do all of these things, right? You can do like all five of these things, but if you are struggling with addiction or alcoholism, it's not, you're not going to be able to progress in these different areas of life because you're not going to actually be able to take in the information or take in the progress that comes with these activities. You know what I mean? Sobriety is paramount. It's, it's incredibly important in order for this to work because if you're getting fucked up, you're not going to feel good about self because that is the total reverse, the total opposite of living with self-love. You know what I mean? Like, a person who uses drugs and drinks themselves to death can't possibly love themselves because if we loved ourselves, we wouldn't be poisoning ourselves. So even when it's hard, and I'm not saying it's easy, it is simple. The, the, the way that we stay sober is simple, but I'm not saying it's easy. There's a difference there. However, we need to battle through those cravings and those urges when they come, and we need to stay sober in order for this to work. You know, this, this is the final, uh, last but not least piece to this challenge. Um, so listen, if you want to, if you want to join, you could download the telegram app. I'm actually going to 
there's going to be a community on uh, Telegram. If you look up Sober65, you could join that group and we'll get some chats going in there. And that can also be another way to get your, uh, your communication speaking with an individual who is in recovery. You could just speak in the group chat and the Telegram community. Um, like I said, if you download Telegram and you look up the uh, group chat Sober65, that will be there for everybody that wants to join in on the challenge and be supportive of one another. So listen, remember, you have to do all these six things in order to accomplish, uh, complete the tasks of the day. And this is by midnight, right? This goes from 12 to 12, 24 hours. So if you don't finish these things by midnight, it's, it's a wrap. You got to start over day one. I don't care if you're on day 61. If you're on day five, it doesn't matter. You got to start over. So this is a really fun challenge. And, um, you know, I'm going to probably be starting to make some content about it because I want to get this out there. And I would like to build a really cool community that helps push one another. And uh, I think it's I, I know for a fact that it can just change people's lives. And it's very simple. You know what I mean? There's going to be days where it's going to be tough that you don't want to complete it, but it's really fucking simple what we have to do. We just need to have time management. We need to have certain discipline and we need to keep our eyes on the prize. And, and that is, you know, doing what we need to do in that day to uh, to progress in the in the big picture. I always like to use the analogy of have have patience in the macro and urgency in the micro. And what does that mean? If we want to accomplish things and, and accomplish goals in life, we need to have patience over the long term because things take time to develop. Things that are worthwhile and meaningful are going to take time because it can't be immediate because immediate means it's transaction. It's a, it's a transaction. It's not very valuable. It's easy to obtain. And that's not what we want because that, that doesn't bring fulfillment. So the longer something takes to accomplish, the more you will actually respect it and value it. Always keep this in mind. If there's things that you're frustrated with and, and it's taking time and you're being impatient, realize that this is actually a good thing and that you're being tested. You know, So having patience in the macro, but having urgency in the daily process. And that means doing what we absolutely can, doing our best, um, realizing that each day it is urgent to get the things that we need to do done as small and uh, minuscule as of a task it may seem to be. It's incredibly important to get it done because small wins, small W stack up to huge fucking success. It really does. You know what I mean? And each individual who is successful that I've studied talks about this. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. You know what I mean? So you have to start somewhere. Stop saying I'll start tomorrow or start next week or, you know, this isn't the right time. It's horse shit. It's never going to feel like the right time. You can't wait until all the lights are green. You got to just go. You got to start now. Having urgency today, right now. So Listen, if this is something that you're interested in and you feel like you want to have a support system and you want to get involved in, in my coaching and join the team with other people who are, who are involved and you want to have some fun, 
you can contact my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. Listen, jump in. Join the challenge. Push yourself. Realize that this is something that is going to help you become your best self because you, uh, you will be living in alignment with your higher self, with your better future. And whenever we are doing things that are in alignment with our better selves, we feel better. We develop confidence. We develop self-esteem. And things really just, the momentum start to, starts to build. And that positive momentum is powerful, man. It's just like negative momentum, you know? It's very, very easy to develop negative habits and go in the wrong direction. But to be honest with you, the positive momentum acts the same exact way. But we all have to start today. So um, I appreciate you. And listen, have a great rest of your day. Enjoy your Friday. And I will see you on the next one.